Have you guys maybe you seen uh, that movie PCU? It was an old college movie with Jeremy Piven. No. For some reason, I was thinking of the scene where the uh, women's rights activists are protesting the party, and they have a cheer that goes, "This penis party's got to go!" Hey, hey, ho, ho. Why, why do you want to make Aaron sad by not having a penis party? Well, I don't. I just was, thought it was a funny chant. That's a good movie, by the way. If you ever get a chance, you should see it. Can you guys hear me okay? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I hear a lot of static right now. Does anyone else hear it, or is it just me? It sounds kind of like wind. I hear that, too, but then I hear static on top of it. And the thing is, is I'm like, well, Aaron's from Chicago, and David's from Chicago, which is Bo, the Bo, I'm not Windy City. Well, no, no. Okay, my mistake. You're not from Chicago, but you're you're living there right now, which is where your portion of the podcast is beaming into the ears of our listeners. And that is uh, they're both known as the Windy City, and therefore I think the fans will empathize and be like, you know what? It's like I'm there with them. Two of them. They're both sitting on either side of me. And, you know, if I was so inclined, I could go skiing, but otherwise I think I'll just enjoy the company. Go ski- you can't go skiing right now. It's not Canada. Poor David. Well, I live in Colorado, and we ski everywhere, actually. That's because you guys have mountains. Do, do you know there's a euphemism called skiing? I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. Maybe you are, and you're just trolling me. Uh, I was not put, aware of this. It's where you put two like pieces of wood on your feet, and you no. No, it's where if if you're sitting in between two dudes, you can reach your hands over and be like, "I'm skiing," because they hold those sticks. I, but you, what, but you use what sticks. Are you talking? Oh, okay, I get it. So I have, I have a kind of a businessy question to ask David. Real fast. Okay. Hey, aren't you glad you don't have to put uh, those little uh, sensor noises on our podcast? I'm glad that I don't have to edit this podcast. Because essentially, it'd be half the show, just be people getting hit with turtle shells. <laughs> You're always down for Capcom Rage. <laughs> yeah, I try not to, but then they just go around dicking people over. With this, and now new Breath of Fire 6 everyone's been wanting. Oh, but it's a mobile game. Guess what? Oh, I didn't even hear about that. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Because you've probably been itching. You'd be like, you know what? Capcom needs a Breath of Fire game. Well, guess what, David? Here it comes. Right on your mobile device. <gasps> oh, boy. Oh. It's coming out wanna... Game Gear? No, <laughs> David, can you record as a backup in case the static is recording? It's probably my garbage computer. Uh, where is my recording? Well, damn, they're going to miss out all that fun excitement at the beginning. Can you hear me okay still? Yeah. Yeah. Actually okay. actually a little better. Okay. Well, you guys all sound like shit, but that's fine. That's, <laughs> that's my fault, not yours. 
We're just having a really bad day, and we finally through. <laughs> so I feel like I'm just now joining. What's up? Um, I taught the boys how to ski. Mm-hmm. I did hear that part as I was getting up to find new headphones. Okay. Then I talked about um, David's other podcast and some Capcom Rage. You always have Capcom rage. And I try not to. I really do. I've been trying to be better about it. Do it. My name's Aaron, I think. <laughs> so, and there's also Carl is here as well. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Carl joining us from inside the well in his backyard. <laughs> Lassie threw a microphone down for him. <laughs> What's that? Is Carl strapped in the well? Can he still record a podcast? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Jesse is here, too. That's me. And there's David. Hello. Who we badmouthed thoroughly on the last podcast. Did you really? I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. Oh, because you're too busy. Mm-hmm. I'm just sure. Oh shit! So it's it's weird when I look at the Skype photos and you blink. I picture that's the actual person talking to me. So for David, it's Pitt. And I'm like, ooh, sweet Pitt's on the podcast. Can I can I ask you questions about being a kid, Icarus? <laughs> <laughs> and Carl's avatar is being invaded by Snivies. Yes, they're everywhere. So many Snivies. For that mine, Carl's avatar is just a big question mark, so. <laughs> You're like the Riddler? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like being invaded by Snivy's. R- really? Or, are you sure? Because I'm not getting that at all. <laughs> well, riddle me this, David. I have no riddle. <laughs> okay. Man, I was all prepared to, like, answer a riddle and shit. Like, You're like, sweet, real detective work. Riddle me this. Do you know any riddles? Yes. Oh, shit. The Riddler got serious. He's getting metaphysical now. I don't think that's the Riddler getting serious. I think that's the Riddler getting lazy. Like, riddle me this. Uh, Answer one yourself. Is it the universe of riddle? (laughs) (laughs) Then we're all filled with riddles. I'm going to go rob a bank. (laughs) Wait, does he mean... Real or hmm, Robin. We'll get into superhero shenanigans later. We should probably talk about video games first. Yeah, and then get off topic later. Yes, and then we'll lead into the new, uh, what do you call it, portion of the show that I think we should call superhero smut because that's usually what it. <laughs> that's usually what it surrounds. Mm-hmm. And, and I've got some actual stuff for this segment, so oh god! <laughs> so keep keep listening, guys, if you want to hear the good stuff. That scares me. So, do we want to talk about the Xbox or GameStop? Let's do GameStop first, because I think that'll be the shortest one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles, huh? Yeah. 90 bucks, fucks, huh? That's, that's so, crap. That's some I, bullshit. I was a little confused because I, like, saw what happened, but I didn't, like, thoroughly 
research it. And are they somehow reprinting the game and charging extra for it? No, they're selling used copies for ninety dollars. And their response was basically because fuck you. That's why. Well, because when it came out in the United States, that you could originally, I think, you could only order it online from GameStop or directly from Nintendo. Right. So now and they're so just... quantities are kind of slim, and they're like, well, given the amount of copies that are out there and the demand for it, ninety dollars is a fair price. So basically, like they've done everything they can to be a monopoly for games, and now that they have a monopoly on a game, they're just charging whatever they want for it. Yeah, basically. But you know, it's not like it's the first time they ever did it. Um, I used to work at GameStop an incredibly long time ago, and um, used copies of Disgaea for PS1 were selling for I think 125 at the time. I mean, I've seen GameStop charge a ridiculous amount for games, but usually it was, like, back when they had a retro section, and it was for, like, $125 for Super Metroid, because it was hard to find a working cartridge of Super Metroid. But, see, no, that that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Especially well, since it's not even that old. Yeah. No, it's not that old. And if you were savvy, you probably already have hacked your Wii and downloaded the PAL version and have been playing it for years. I think what's scandalous about it is that there's some people saying that they like kept new stock and they took the shrink wrap off and they're selling it as used so that they can get an actual price tag. I would believe that because GameStop is a terrible company. Yeah, because the Nintendo codes are working still. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. They probably wasn't selling too well and so they just set back. They probably did a recall. They probably had stores shipped back a certain amount of their their new copies and then shipped them back to them opened with use tax on. And it sucks because really that's the only, only place you can get it. Yeah. <laughs> and like, uh, you know, what? recently I went to this retro game store and um, they have, you know, new games too and stuff. And so I've been getting some Sega games there. And, um, oh, yeah. And so um, I've gotten a bunch of store credit. I actually traded in my Xbox 360 to get Sega games. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, as, as you should. Yeah, so... <laughs> thanks for facilitating my, my addiction. Anyways, <laughs> so I had gotten um, a bunch of store credit, and I'd still been chipping off at it. And so I was like, you know what? I, I could get Pikmin 3 or, uh, or Dragon's Crown. And I wouldn't have to pay as much. And so I tried calling the place because I wanted to make sure they had it. And so I tried calling them. No one was answering. No one was answering. No one was answering. I tried messaging them on uh, Facebook. No one was answering. And then so we had to run some errands anyway. So I went in there. And I'm like, hey, I tried to call you. And he's like, oops, I guess I didn't answer the phone. <laughs> and so then I'm like, well, do you have Pikmin 3? And he's like, nope. And I'm like, do you have a dragon's crown? And he just started laughing, and he's like, nope. And so I'm like, uh, okay. And it was, it was just weird. What a wonderful <laughs> customer representative. You should have asked him if he had uh, eShop cards, and he could have just bought credit and then downloaded Pikmin. That's what I did when Mario came out. 
Yeah, but then you can't lick the side of the disc before you put it in your Wii U. <gasps> Why would you ever do that? does <laughs> that? I think so. <laughs> it's like it's like when you sniff a new, like when you get a new game, you sniff the manual. There's no manual anymore, so you just lick the side of the game cartridge before you play it. That's that? true. There are no manuals, and that makes me sad. Remember, yeah, but I do like I do like the digital manuals that come on the disc. Do any of you guys have uh, Shin Megami Tensei Four? No, it I actually comes think. actually comes with like the player's guide, like the strategy guide. It's awesome, and it smells delicious. <laughs> I can't now. I'm trying to remember what game it was. I think it was. I, I want to say it was New Super Mario Brothers U. There was some game. There was a Wii U game that came out not too long ago, um, where the manual was literally like five pages long, and that was it. Hmm. Pikmin Three came with uh, a manual. It was like three pages, but there was a full color book in there. I miss manuals. <laughs> That's because we're old. Yeah. New people don't even notice. New people don't even know what manuals are. Like, what? You didn't have to sit through cutscenes to get the story? No, we had to read the story in a little book. <laughs> but now I don't even use them. I guess I don't really miss them because I don't really use them. Mm, that's true. So, yeah, GameStop sucks, to sum all that up. Yeah, sorry. I got all <laughs> retro. I got all retro for a moment. Yeah, that's um, that's pretty. I mean, I'm not surprised that a business is like screwing over consumers because they can get away with it, but that's still ridiculous. Hmm. Looks like we've lost Jesse. Wait. Pause. I guess a big storm just hit by Jesse and everyone unplugged stuff. <laughs> so I guess he's not coming back. That's what happens when you live in a swamp. <laughs> oh, poor Florida. <laughs> so shall we continue? Yeah. Yeah, the show must go on. <laughs> So I guess uh, next episode will be the introduction of superhero smut. Yeah, I'm sure we'll probably end up there anyway. Uh, that seems true. to be the, the natural evolution of our conversations. But um, yeah, it'll be more deliberate next episode. For once. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I want to talk a little bit about the Xbox One, um, which is now jokingly being referred to as the Xbox 180. I kind of like X-Bone more. <laughs> let's, I, call it the X, let's call it the X-Bone 180. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> that works. Um, so basically they've gone back on all of the crap they said at E3 that everyone hated. Um, then well, we could work backwards. The newest thing they've gone back on is saying the Kinect is no longer required to play. So is there going to be a, a non-Connect model? Um, that's what people are speculating, that like not only have they appeased gamers who don't want to 
Kinect spying on them at all times, but now they can sell a cheaper version with no Kinect. Um, One of the things that I wondered was, like, was the Kinect hardwired into the system, or was it literally, like, the only version you can buy comes with a Kinect to it? Like, comes with the Kinect add-on to it? Yeah, I think it was still separate. It was just going to be bundled in the box. That's but now stupid. people are also saying another reason they might have done this is to cover up the fact that their all their Connect lineup is garbage. <laughs> so they're saying if they don't have to, if they don't make it a requirement, then people won't notice that the games are stupid. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, but I remember reading that they were working on technology that would let them like count how many people were watching a movie and charge more if there's more people. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the kind of stuff that's crazy. That's a little too Big Brother in my living room kind of thing. Well, I remember there was speculation when they were announcing all this stuff at E3 that, you know, in-game advertising is such a huge thing, and especially advertising on the Xbox dashboard, that they would no- that they could use the camera to notice, like, what you have in your house. It's like, oh, he's wearing a Dorito shirt. We should push Doritos advertisements. See, that kind of stuff scares me. That makes me a little nervous. As it should. (laughs) Well, I mean... So the other thing is, I believe... Hold on. I'm trying to make sure I don't misspeak here. Um, I do know they've said they're going to let indie developers self-publish now. Originally, they weren't going to do that. That's good. Yeah. Could they self-publish on the 360? Yes, and then they said on the the Xbox One that you wouldn't be able to, and now they've gone back on that. Why? Why didn't change it to begin with? I I don't know because they because want money. Because they're stupid. <laughs> um, they've also gone back on the uh, 24 like once per every 24 hours you have to have your Xbox online so it can check for uh, piracy issues. And they've changed that. Really? Yep. Um, they were also saying that uh, used games would be blocked, and now they've gone back and say, well, we'll, we'll let publishers block them if they want, but we're not going to block all of them. And I guess they've also set up something like game sharing between multiple people with Xbox Live Gold accounts in the same household. I don't know. I'm still like on the one hand I'm I'm happy that you know they're making all these changes and they're doing good stuff for the consumer. Um, I'm still not going to buy one, but me either. I'm, and I I I'm bought my 360 for like one game and then played like another five or six games and okay. got over it really fast. Uh, Fable three, don't judge me. That was my guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering like if. If they obviously don't have the conviction to say, like, no, these are important features and this is something we need to do, if they're automatically going back and changing them, well, then why did they do it in the first place? Like, I know, what the hell them, made them think that it was such a good idea to begin with? I, I think they would have been better off just to stick their guns and be the assholes that they were setting themselves up to be. Yeah. Yep. So, sum that one up. Microsoft's a bunch of assholes. And I had already decided a long time ago that I wanted a PS4 anyway. 
Crimson Dragon looks pretty cool, though. Is that a uh, launch title for the um, X-Bone 180? I don't know if it's launch title, but it is exclusive. It's yeah. made by the same same dudes that made the Panzer Dragoon series. So um, that is one of your your favorite games of all time, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I spent three hundred bucks on it, so <laughs> better be. Better <laughs> fucking be. <laughs> David, you have a PS3, don't you? No, I have an Xbox 360. Oh. What made you decide to buy it in the first place? Um, There were actually a lot of Xbox Live games that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the big thing. Uh, there were, I mean, there were a couple, like, physical games that I knew I wanted to get. Um, I wanted to get Soul Calibur 4. I wanted to get Marvel vs. Capcom. Um, but mostly it was the indie games, like... I wanted to play Braid and Limbo and Castle Crashers and the Scott Pilgrim game. and I ended up, like I said, I bought mine for Fable 3. And then uh, I kind of just met, I just played random crap between that. And then Skyrim happened. And after I saw all the problems PS3 users had with Skyrim, I was glad I had the Xbox version. Are you talking about the DLC? Because I have a PS3 and Skyrim. Yeah, yeah, the DLC came out all much later, didn't it? Yeah, it was. Like months later? (laughs) And I know uh, at launch the PS3 version had some bugs that weren't present in the 360 version. Yeah, but everything has bugs at launch nowadays. (laughs) No, everything is perfect when it comes to gaming. Uh, uh. <laughs> I, miss, I miss back in the day game manuals, no bugs no updates, and they're installing before I can play Pikmin 3 <laughs> oh, the, oh, is there another uh, update before Pikmin 3? Yeah, but I think it just added in leaderboards, because I had, I had the game before it launched, and I got the update like, maybe after I had it three or four days and I think it was to add leaderboards I don't want to sit there with my Wii U on for like two hours because I have a crappy internet connection. Just let it download and standby. Yeah, but then that's like an afternoon that I can't play Pikmin three. <laughs> I've been wanting to play. I've been wanting to play Pikmin three since the damn thing was announced. It's pretty sweet. I'm not gonna lie. Carl, you finished it, didn't you? Yeah, I finished it pretty recently. I was actually blasting through it. Um, Such a fun game up until the final level. You're not the first person I've seen say that. The final (laughs) level and the final boss. Did you play with the gamepad or the remote? I'm kind of going back and forth between. I I still have a a little bit left to play, but um, I I prefer the Wii Remote version. I usually have the gamepad on my lap, and then I'm actually playing it with the Wii Remote and the Nunchuck. Yeah, I put it entirely with the gamepad. Mm-hmm. Some bosses, it would just not lock onto them. It was so frustrating. Yeah, I I started out trying on the gamepad, and then I remembered how much I preferred um, the motion controls like when they remade the Pikmin games for Wii. Yeah. 
And so then I hooked up the Wii Remote and the Nunchuck, and it was a lot better. I don't like the... Uh, you can only tap the, the Z-Trigger to center the camera. You don't have any, like, movement that you get with the, thumb, the right thumbstick on the gamepad, but other than that, it's fine. I was wondering which control method was better. Probably the Wiimote. Yeah, but the map the map on that you get on the gamepad is so useful, you definitely will need the gamepad nearby. Because there's a map that shows you like your objectives, and you can use it to kind of like auto-walk to places on the map. Well, fortunately, it comes with that handy little stand to put the gamepad in. <laughs> Or if you uh, are awesome, you have the pro version where you have two handy stands. <laughs> Is that the black one? Yeah. Because I think I only got one stand. There's the one that tr the charger plugs into and then a separate one that no charger plugs into. I'll have to look for it. I'll probably put it somewhere. Um, I will say that when I was reviewing the game, I played multiplayer on Pikmin 3 with my boyfriend, and there's a version called uh, Bingo Battle, where you get a basically a bingo card with different items from Pikmin in it, and whoever can make a row or a column first wins, right? And so we play it the whole time not realizing or even thinking of attacking each other and stealing uh -huh. items that you're taking to the ship. And then my buddy Jonathan comes over, and we play Pikmin Bingo Battle together, and that's his first thought. He's like, oh, you have the orange. I need the orange. I'm going to come take it from you. And it attacks me relentlessly and proceeds to win every single Bingo Battle after that because I just can't bring myself to attack him. Why not? All's fair in love and war. Kick his ass. This is not... You know, I'm much better at... Cooperative multiplayer than competitive. This is I just why don't you have took to... all your oranges. <gasps> this is why you were really mean to me in Smash Brothers. I'm not really mean to you. We've already talked about this, David. I just kicked your ass that one time. That's mean. If there was nice people, let me win. If there was a cooperative way to play Smash Brothers, I would play it with you. But there's not. I would have mm -hmm. to your ass. There's subsidiary. Rude. Shh, don't tell him about that. Carl has blown your cover. Damn. I did see that, um... Speaking of Smash Brothers, uh, they confirmed that the, they showed a background from on the Super Nintendo as, like one of their little bit of the day a while back, but now they've come that there's an actual wings um, stage in the game. I'm just going to, like, fly on top of the bike as it flies around the different islands. Do you think um, that we'll get to fight in some sweet yoga studio for the Wii Trainer? <laughs> <laughs> it could be, like, a hot yoga studio. There is. There's, a, there's a Wii Fit stage where it apparently takes place, like, in... Somebody like the yoga know. room with like the giant mirrored background. That's where you fight all the platform like Wii balance boards. It's crazy awesome. That's crazy town. 
should. Maybe instead of buying it, I'll just I come over to your house and play it. How do you feel about um, <laughs> the difference between the Wii version and the three, uh, the Wii U version rather than the 3DS version? That you can't, you can't play with each other if you have those two different versions. I don't mind that. Um, I kind of figured because there was there's no real sort of communication between the 3DS and the Wii U in any game beforehand. Um, or at least if there is, there's nothing that deep. Um, so that doesn't really bother me. The fact that they have the same rosters is fine. The fact that they have different stages, that's fine too. Because, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be stages on the Wii U that I wish were on the 3DS and stages on the 3DS that I wish were on the Wii U. But at the same time, there's stages from Melee that I wish were in Brawl. There's stages from the original Smash Brothers that I wish were in Melee. So, stages that are exclusive to one game is nothing new. So, Why can't it just um, be awesome like Monster Hunter and be the same game for both versions? Don't remind uh, me. Of Capcom, don't remind or me. That Nintendo didn't make Monster Hunter. Oh, okay. Don't remind me that yeah, every Pikmin game is not, 3 Monster is not Monster Hunter. I get mad about that. And you know what? You still enjoy the Shut game. up. What does that tell you? But did he have 400 hours in it? Uh, <laughs> Carl, <laughs> four four hundred and twenty at this point, I think. Hey, Carl, why have we never played oh, Monster Hunter together? We're back, quick, stop him before he keeps talking Hi, about Jesse. Monster Hunter. You're back. Oh, you're talking about Monster Hunter. I love that game. It, start, it started. No, so Jesse went to go catch a laggy actress. Yeah, I I tried to. I'm gonna gun lance him in the mouth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> try and play once? Carl, why have you never played with me and Jesse? That's really on, rude of you. Uh, I think on try we did. But I don't think so. We got Michael to play too, and he was terrible at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Awesome. I think I just hit um, Hunter Rank 78 this morning. I haven't played in weeks, and every time I think about playing it, I'm like, oh, I'm going to suck so bad again, because I'm just like, ugh. I just kind of scare myself from playing it. I know, I know you will. I'll, get, I'll, I'll help you, Jesse. I like helping people. I kind of wish it had a better matchmaking system, because I always get in a room with, like, two people that don't know what they're doing. Or they want to fight for monsters or something. Yeah. You know what I've been. You know what I've been doing is I'll create a, a room, and like I'll only go to the G rank server, and then I create a room and I make the room name like rank fifty plus, <laughs> just because. And then I tend to only attract some people that are rank fifty and above. Yeah. Yeah. And if someone sucks, you can always just boot them and wait for someone better so to come along. So, do we all agree that GameStop is dumb? <laughs> and sometimes local places are dumb, too. Yes, we agree GameStop is dumb, and we just... 
We also oh, okay. decided that the the X-Bone 180 is dumb, and they should have just stuck yeah. to their gum, guns instead of reversing all the things they said they were going to do. Just be an asshole. Like, they're yeah. still, if they're going to be an asshole, just commit to it and be an asshole. Don't, like, try to trick me. Yeah, don't try to trick me into thinking you're not an asshole, because it won't work. And then we talked about Pikmin 3 a little bit, Sounds and awesome. we talked about Smash Brothers a little bit, and then I just we beat, talked about Monster uh, a little bit. Nino Cooney. I was just going to say, Jesse, have you yes. done any games that aren't you know, Nintendo games so we can diversify our content a little and, bit? Um, it's, it's such a great, like, it's like Do a it. love letter to old RPGs. If you grew up playing any, like on SNES or even on PlayStation, then this game is just like, it's just like a big, warm hug. It's like, especially like the last, like, like six to seven hours of it. It's like everything you ever loved about the end of RPGs. It's like right there, and it's so good. It, it's I if you like RPGs, Nino Kuni is the game to play. Well, Monster you see, Aaron, well, what if I don't like RPGs? Uh, Pokemon what's the game to play? is an RPG, and you seem to really like that. <gasps> and what's funny about uh. Nino Kuni is there is um, a monster collecting aspect. In fact, that's how you battle. You have these monsters you collect and make them fight for you. It's but are they but are they kawaii? Are they what? Oh, uh, a little bit. <laughs> They're Studio Ghibli. Studio. And and you can like feed them snacks, and some hmm. snacks they like more, and it like raises their like different attributes. Like chocolate raises attack, and like cupcakes, like uh, um, no flan. Flan gives them the defense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> flan gives me diarrhea. There's like you give them like sundaes and ice cream cones and stuff like that. So there's some there's some Pokemon-y aspects to it, but the story's really good. The the style of it looks great. Like I said, Studio Ghibli. That's a fantastic RPG. Um, my friend Carrie that Jesse has played a game with and David has met um, played it, and she said it was really good. But she liked yeah. it because some famous anime person was involved in it. <laughs> but she started talking about anime, and I just I, all I could hear was loud carnival music. Yeah. <laughs> Studio Ghibli. It was, this, it was this anime person that was involved in that game. You are becoming a robot. She said some person's name that was very Japanese sounding. I don't remember what it was. Was it anyone else that? Yeah. You're most oh, likely no. getting pixelated. <laughs> Which might be appropriate for the show. Probably, yeah. <laughs> oh, great. But, um... <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I don't know the guy's name, but it's his studio is called Studio Ghibli, and they do, like, a bunch of... Like Isn't famous anime. That's probably it. That sounds so much like that name. Let me just Google it. <sighs> Carl. Sorry. Sorry. That's fine. Studio we, are, we, we, are, we are living in the future. Tachino? Kaze Tachino. Huh. Ayo, Ayo Miyazaki. 
say uh, ha, ha, Miyazaki. Who was right? Who was right? Yep. He looks a little like Colonel Sanders. Sounds like David was right. That's racist. What? How? <laughs> like a. Oh. Because he's not a white Southern gentleman. I. <laughs> no, not, not no, at you're all. better. You're better. Do I still sound like you a robot? The serum. Okay. The, the secret robot zombie serum. <laughs> um, so. um, speaking of Pokemon. Mega. Speaking of Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Pokemon XY news. Mega evolutions. Damn. Damn. So what exactly I'm a little upset no Mega Charizard has been announced, like but I'm holding my breath on that form or? No, it's just it's, in battle. It's just kind of like a super form in battle. Oh, so it's like a limit break? I like a DG evolution. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. Remember those? So Charizard uh, better have one mechanical arm. <laughs> That would be pretty awesome. They should just make Robo Charizard. Mecha Charizard. Dude, Mechazard. Done. Shut your mouth, David. Don't mess with Charizard. (laughs) Suddenly this is becoming Power Rangers. How do they decide what Pokemon get a Mega Evolution? Because it's so like, all of them? sure. I don't know. That's kind of dumb. They've, they've shown no, I don't want to be all of them. Yeah, yeah Kangas Khan has one, and it's baby oh, jumps so out of his pouch, and up? I think you get two attacks when that's active. <laughs> no, it's baby Kangas Khan that's in front of him. Uh, <laughs> jumps out of his pouch Kangas and attacks Khan too. Baby. That after the Kangaskhan died, the the skull that he wears is his, the skull of his mother. That's oh. I think that's all wild Pokemon speculation. Cubone. Oh, because Cubone's yeah. got the big giant one yes. on his head, and then when it evolves to Marowak, it kind of fills out the skull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then he Ball wears his ball. mother's skull. But I mean, like, it seems like the Pokemon they've shown, it's. You would imagine, like, a special evolutionary would be for, like, rare or um, legendary Pokemon, but it seems like it's really random. Like, why does Kangaskhan have one? Or, um, what's the, the, I guess now it's a fairy Pokemon, but what's the one with, like, the giant mouth on the back of its head? Mobile. Yeah. It has one for some reason. Like, it seems like. Pokemon that are at, like, the end of their evolutionary scale or legendary or really special ones, but it seems that they're just saying, oh, um, we're going to give this one a mega evolution. Why? Eh, I don't know. Well, I think with the exception well, of Mewtwo, they're trying to make has. crappy Pokemon less crappy. Yeah, that's true. Blazes can kind of crappy. Like, mm. 
doesn't seem to be any huh. well it's I, re- like, I take back my opinion then extra evolution yeah. it's like they have a big like uh, a wheel with like Pokemon on it and like every other day they spin it and whichever one it lands on that's the Pokemon that gets the mega evolution they do oh my god mega <laughs> Badoof would be awesome <laughs> oh my god mega Badoof that would mega be awesome slow poke. <laughs> <laughs> It just keeps going. You're like, when's the, when the attack going to work? <laughs> Make a slowpoke just to slack off for, like, the whole game. I know. I'm playing it. Uh, I wish it was October I'm already so we could have Pokemon game. right now. You can move back. Uh, yeah. I just hope it's not really... I like the fact that there are, like, jumping puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope it's not really hard to get my Pokemon off black or white into the game. I'm sure I'll have to wait till after I beat the Elite Four, but I just hope it's yeah. not difficult. Like the dumbass minigame for Pokemon Black. You had, like, this dumb crossbow that had dumb Pokeballs in it, and you had to shoot it at the dumb Pokemon that were hiding behind bushes. How did you feel about that minigame, Aaron? It was dumb. And, you know, crossbows are inherently awesome, and I don't appreciate them being jammed into a dumb minigame. Yeah. So, Jesse, well, do you want to, to say, dive into David, your first official uh, Superhero Smut segment? Uh, battle. I think I came off as a more of a Thor fanboy than I actually am. Like, I'm not actually, like, a big fan of Thor. I think he's a great supporting character. But as far as, like, being, like, a top ten list of my favorites, he would not be there. And I just want you to understand that I'm not a big Thor fan. Okay, no, that's fine. I wasn't trying to claim that you were. I was just trying to no, point you out weren't. that you, often... You weren't. You weren't, but I thought I came off that way. Your post and on I, Facebook says otherwise. What post? <laughs> the one you just <laughs> not. You're one that says, I, I, I Jesse Moore, am the world's biggest Thor fanboy. Just because, I, I mean, I like Thor, but he's not going to be... Like, if I had to pick between Thor and Iron Fist, I'm picking Iron Fist every time. Well, it's because you love Iron Fist. I do, but he's not a typical character you'd like. Because he's like a, a, he's, he's, I would say he's a B-tier hero. Would that be fair? Are we talking Iron Fist or Thor? Iron Fist. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> he's, he's a C-rank hero. <laughs> Thor, Thor, what has he been in? Does he even have his own book? I was I was only trying to point out that most of the people who like yeah, I hate Superman. Star. He's too powerful. Like, what about Thor? Thor is awesome. He's a god. Like, he's a fucking god. So he's, he's not a So um, anyways, since we talked about some superhero non smuts, um, so did you guys realize that there is a book that's been released? Well, actually, it was released a while ago. But they just translated it from Italian, and it's going to be released in the UK soon. 
It is called The Erotic Lives of Superheroes. And um, it's, bas- it's basically uh, on Amazon. Where can I buy it? Let's see. <laughs> okay. I'm looking the book up on Amazon now. Jesse says his laptop shut off and that he's coming right back. It just shut off randomly. Just decided, like, oh god, he's talking about superhero smut. I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) He says it's not. It's not storm related. It's wall charger related, most likely. Is it, is I'm it reading like a the description of this book on Amazon book. right now. That's so fun. Uh, it looks like it's just an actual book. The first, the first sentence is, <laughs> "Once they were famous, and their bodies were powerful." I think I powerful. have to get this book. Uh, I guess I'll I'll continue reading this while we wait for Jesse. They were Mr. Fantastic, Batman, Mystique, and Superman. Now they know the the pains of aging and regret. And as an obscure conspiracy is threatening their lives, making them even more vulnerable, they live out one last desperate love story. (laughs) At once realistic and visionary, here's a novel that revives a pop imagination with a narrative of singular power. Beautifully written, playful, and tragic, this is a story about the broken heart of not only a group of former superheroes, but of an entire civilization, an entire world. Yeah, I'm going to have to pick this up, because it sounds like ridiculous, melodramatic superhero sex. (laughs) Hmm. Although I'm trying to wonder, like... They said, Mr. Fantastic, Batman, Mystique, and Superman. Like, Mr. Fantastic and Mystique, their superpowers can do, like, weird sex stuff. And Superman's just so overly strong and powerful, he has to be, like, super delicate. What about Batman? Like... Oh, hey, guys. Come back. Well, he's handsome. Okay. Hey Jesse, we know we're, we're waiting for you to come back. I read yeah. the book description off Amazon. Yeah, and and then yeah, David said be. that Mystique but, and Mr. Fantastic's uh, powers do weird stuff. Yeah, I heard about this on a on another podcast, <laughs> and uh, they had done some research. And the only thing they really talked about was Batman. And apparently, in this, uh, you find out that Batman and Robin are uh, are lovers, obviously, but. They're always fighting, and Batman likes to go and pick up younger men and, um, you know, have his way with them and stuff. And apparently he also enjoys uh, hanging out with Elton John at, like, charity functions. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Something tells me this book is not canon. I'm looking forward to the Gritty Melon adaptation. Yeah. So, but uh, even better, um, okay, there's this company, Doc Johnson. I don't know if either of you have heard of him. 
Yes, the the place I really? employ, I oh, yeah, employ that right. sells a lot of their products. Yeah. Okay. So they have a and new line a, because a, you yeah. know, in this day and age, superheroes are more cheek and everything. So they have it's called Super Hung Heroes, and it's to save you from boring bedroom play. And so there's four models. Um, let's read these little descriptions because they're pretty good. Uh, this one is the Batman model. It's called the Caped Cock. Um, <laughs> Goodhead City needs a hero, and Bruce <laughs> Wang is just the man for the job. The Caped <laughs> the caped Cock boasts a 6.6-inch girth and a 5.4-inch insertable length, with an uncut head and an incredible textured bat detailing on both sides of its sleek black shaft. <laughs> And the picture of it looks like yeah, you can see the bat signal on either side. So you're you're gonna feel the bat signal. <laughs> wow, I'm surprised oh, we don't have this yet because we do sell a lot of their the stuff. Amazing web shooter. <laughs> well, Peter Pecker has a sexy. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> He's the amazing web shooter with a 5.3-inch girth and a 5-inch insertable length. This web-textured, curvaceous cock will make superhero fans scream his name. And it's got, like, spiders and stuff on it. It's weird. Does it actually shoot? Because I know that I don't people think have so. made them that shoot, and that seems like a waste of potential. Yeah, yeah, I was hoping, but it doesn't look like it does. Like, I, it, it, you'd think that would be like in the description. Yeah, <laughs> it's red. If you were gonna make a sex toy model F of Spider-Man, you would need it to do one thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about rock shoot, hard man? Shoot webs out of the oh. end of it. Ladies man, check. Genius, check. The man that has it all, check. The Golden Rocket Head Man is American made of the best platinum premium silicone in the world and his incredible armor detailing along his straight shaft. A defined head, 6.3 inch girth and 6.8 inch insertable length. Take this sexy hero to bed tonight. <laughs> And it's almost finally, like a hippo. It's as big around as it is long. You'll love this one, David. The Incredible Hunk. I knew there had to be one. <laughs> After a lab experiment gone sexy, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Bruce Boner transformed into a big green monster cock known as the Incredible Hunk with an incredible 8.2 inch girth and a 7.6 inch insertable length this heavily textured dildo would deliver smashing orgasms over and over wow <laughs> I know yeah cause it would smash your vagina to pieces <laughs> I think so man how much are these things? this might be the best superhero smut ever Forty bucks, huh? Mm, probably forty uh, bucks. You have to like sign up. I just want to know how much they are. 
How much are superhero dicks? Does anyone have Siri on their phone? You can ask. <laughs> um, did you guys ever see um, trailers or anything for them? Um, oh, there's this famous oh, guy really? that does porn parodies all the time, and he did a, a Batman and Robin. Oh movie. yeah, the, like that, that one like a classic so, like, Batman and Robin one. Batman and Robin. What's that dude's name? Yeah. Um, uh, Axel Braun. Yes, yeah. he makes the best parodies. Hey, any other well, day I would... Wow, David, that didn't take you very you know, long. I was I was searching, you know, for superhero porn parodies on <laughs> Google while we were talking. Mm-hmm. The um, Avengers one is really good. Uh-huh. The Avengers one is off. I'm hoping that they keep <laughs> making Avengers ones just because I want Spider- them to do Squirrel Girl. Oh, yeah. And Spider-Man's always in them, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, let me guess. He's he in the bondage. Suit on. Well, <laughs> but um, I really like I that they got see... smart too. Yeah, that scene with her and uh, Scarlet Witch is so hilarious at the beginning when they're talking about their powers. <laughs> it's so bad. And, but but at like, the same time, it's really good because it's that's actually her powers. Like it's not you, some made up crap. Axel Braun actually does his research. Um, Jesse, can you like, reenact some Marvel of that for us? Oh, I wish I could do that. And Scarlet Witch is like, "Why? It's just magic." And then she like blows something up with it. <laughs> it's really bad. And I know earlier yeah. in, the, in the in the movie they even mentioned like the living lasers on the loose. You know, your average you know porn watcher who might have heard of a comic book isn't going to know who the fuck living laser is. But comic book fans, they know who the fuck living laser is. And I applaud Axel Braun for his. So what you're saying is this porn parody is more true to the comic than the actual Avengers movie? Mm, not really, because I couldn't honestly see Miss Marvel and Scarlet Witch getting together. And even if they did, I would suggest Miss Marvel not, because Scarlet Witch is just nutso. And she has some really deep-seated emotional problems. And I just... I would like to urge any other superhero to just maybe be nice to her, but don't go after her. But, in all fairness, the Avengers porn parody <laughs> does have a scene with Spider-Man and Miss Marvel... And they did start to date in the comics. So. Eh. I mean, if I had to pick one, like, as the definitive Avengers movie, I'm sorry. I I have to pick the, the live, the Josh Sweden. I mean, I love the, the porn parody, but. <laughs> the Captain America saying, I get that reference, that's worth the price of admission right there. Such a good movie. Yeah, and the the Hulk Thor fight that was that's that's what everyone wants to see. For some reason, when I first saw that movie, like I didn't even think about Hulk fighting Thor. Oh, sorry. And then when it happened, I was like, "Of course, yeah, this has had to be to. in here." What? Although I'm hoping that like in one of the sequels, they have a scene where Captain America picks up Mjolnir. Oh yeah, 
Oops, this is your store, you dropped it. Like, you forgot your hammer, and everybody just, like, freaks out. It's like, what? I guess I never thought about it. Yeah, I bet he could lift it. Well, yeah, I remember there's, like, I think there's, like, three people who can lift it aside from Thor, and I think it's, like, Odin, Beta Ray Bill, and Captain America. Good old Beta Ray Bill. Have you, did you see the uh, that Guardians of the Galaxy stuff? Yes. Oh my god. Rocket Raccoon looks so good. He looks badass. It's like I was telling um, a guy I work with, it's like, oh, have you seen the Guardians of the Galaxy? Like, there's footage that's leaked. He's like, no, is it good? I said, well, there, you know, like, the one scene in, like, every action movie trailer where somebody's just firing a gun and, like, screaming at the camera? He's like, yeah, I said, they have that shot, but it's a raccoon doing it. Batista looks pretty good for for Drax too. Yeah. Whoa! Did someone turn on the old timey radio? <laughs> yeah. You don't know this, but I'm actually podcasting via an old timey radio with a incredible. a tin can you and wires plugged into it. Antennas. You need old timey radio voice about the next uh, the shadow. <laughs> Tell a uh, episode. Yeah. <laughs> you almost said telenovela. <laughs> no, I'm imagining a shadow telenovela, and I wish it was real. I was trying to think of like what the actual phrase would be in Spanish. <laughs> I just went with the accent. I was like, yeah. that's so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> the, the racist accent was way safer. Oh my god, I love you. <laughs> oh man. So Jesse, do you want to... Uh, I saw you had a couple of tweets that people wanted to have their voices heard on the show. Way to forget, Jesse. Okay, let's see. <laughs> Uh, Joshua Caleb at Joshua Caleb 75 says how tight do you wear your nostalgia goggles I can't wear mine very tight at all because I have a really big head and if I put them on too I have to put them on very loosely or I start to get a headache I actually have to I had to extend the strap on my nostalgia goggles. I think goggles. you get special, special harness online. <laughs> and uh, Stomphoof at Stomphoof82 says pineapple mango fish. Yeah. I think that's the next Donkey Kong Country something. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I would buy that. <laughs> uh, that was that kind of made my day. <laughs> Actually, like I never, I didn't play Donkey Kong no. Returns Country 3D. Returns Country. Or, <laughs> I just imagine but, uh, he like, comes back to Nashville and he's like, "Well, I'm back again. I never thought I'd make another country album, but." It's that time. I do, I do 
kind of want to play um, <laughs> Tropical Freeze. It sounds delicious. I just I like the fact that all the bad guys are like cute penguins and things. <laughs> but it's in the jungle. There are some uh, such juxtaposition. Like it's not like super hot, but moderate climate tent penguins. But I mean, like usually when you see penguins in games, they're always like cutesy looking, and yeah. I kind of like the fact that they're going to be evil penguins. Like the Ice Kings. Yes. Or the penguins from Batman Returns with the rockets on their back. Like, who who said that was a good idea? We're going to get uh, some penguins and put missiles on their back <laughs> and let's see what happens. And we'll put them in the sewer. No one will ever notice. Well... Batman Returns is kind of a mess. Those kind of plans always end badly. Like, could you imagine him, you know, taking the bat boat down the sewer? (laughs) And he's just like, did I just pass a penguin with a missile on his back? This cobblepot guy, he's nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. He does a double take and then slowly sinks away into the water. Holy, holy Princess Diana, Batman! (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness I had my bat anti-poo water mask with me. Bat anti-poo water. I think the kids call it whiskey. Batman's some old timer. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like not even saving people or anything. He's like stealing flowers out of someone's garden. <laughs> it's just an old, he's just holding. You should write that comic, Jesse. Write that screenplay. Send it to <laughs> Zack Snyder. Poops his pants off. Yeah. Here's Zack Snyder. I heard you're making. <laughs> you don't think? Uh, Sounds like something Batman Michael Bay would probably pick Carl? up, though, for sure. Did you like Man of Steel? I haven't seen it, although I have heard the entire synopsis and stuff. And it's hard to say sounds... because Gorier <laughs> and Snyder are writing it, and they're both terrible writers. So, I'm not too excited for it. Well, didn't Zack Snyder do something that was good, though? Sucker Punch? That's not what I'm thinking. I mean, he's good at adapting other people for like watching. Whoa. I would have been okay with Man of Steel if he could have had someone without Parkinson's disease shoot the, the movie. <laughs> or it's like he had someone sitting on a, a washer on the spin cycle so holding the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, my leg's cramping, and the only place to sit is this washing machine that's I mean, on spin. I, I'm not really looking forward to it, just because it's the same creative team that did Man of Steel, as well as, like, the Batman trilogy. And... They did a really good job on Batman, but they kind of missed the point of Superman. Like, we need to give him darkness and angst 
No. Well, no. The Dark, the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises was more Jonathan Nolan than Goyer. And even Jonathan Nolan is, has nothing to do with Batman vs. Superman. Which is kind of disappointing. I, thought, I think um, they need to hire on a special consultant. I thought um, Goyer was partially writing it. You don't have the screenplay. Uh. Are you having a house party, Aaron? Well, guys, we should probably... <laughs> like, I heard uh, a tugboat. Yeah. I heard some, like, rave music. I think no. I heard some children. Like, there's some stuff going on in your house that, that needs... <laughs> well, you know, it's not a party until a tugboat comes I haven't heard any of those things. Is it um, Joey is playing a game on his <laughs> tablet. <laughs> no, and he's like, he's like ten feet away from me. Oh, you're and like, even that loud. like someone playing like a flute. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's playing yeah, the game. Is, this has some flute, flute music happening. It's um one it's of those like, big uh, fish games, fish? like Mulgrave on Wii. Oh, okay. No, it's like a mystery oh, okay. uh, hidden item kind of game. <laughs> mystery <laughs> hidden item. Yeah, like you stare at... No, no. Yes, do some shout-outs. Um, do we want to do shout-outs before we wrap up? We probably... We probably outs? have at least an hour of usable content here. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, definitely shout-outs. No, of, of recorded podcasts. Um, Jesse, why don't oh. you... Why don't we all do our own own plugs this time? Okay, um... I do another podcast. Go for it, Jesse. You first. Uh, Boss Parade. And, um, basically it's me and some friends of some sort, and we just, like, sit in here and uh, play Sega Genesis or any other retro games. Um, recently, we played Sega Saturn. That was fun. Um, what did you play? We played Solar Eclipse. Which it's it's like if Wing Commander and Star Fox had a baby. Which That's kind of awesome. Fun. Yeah. It, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's fun. Um, but that episode won't air for a while. Anyways, <laughs> so uh, you can go to my Tumblr and find all these. Uh, podcasts, which is segalegend.tumblr.com or you can subscribe to iTunes, just search Boss Parade and look for the guy in the lucha mask, that's me and my yeah, my Twitter is at sega underscore legend you do tweets? Um, go Carl, you, I know you have something to plug dessert turtle, because dessert turtle is taken who took Desert Turtle? I don't know. I tweeted. I tweeted angry things at them, though. <laughs> How dare you take my name? Also, catch me on <laughs> jessemore.com. Wait, what? <laughs> Do you own a jessemore.com? Yeah, it's, a, it's, our, uh, it's our bodybuilding website. Oh. What? And superhero dildo store. I don't store. know if I like my likeness being used in. <laughs> In such a fashion. Um, I am also on another podcast. David, your turn. Go. Uh, it's the 8-Bit Podcast, which you can find at 8bitgamers.net. 
Um, you can find me personally on Tumblr and Twitter. Uh, it's dfdfleming at or dot tumblr uh, dot com. There's also Twitter at dfdfleming. That's Fleming with one M. Thank you, Aaron. That's Fleming with one M. Okay, Jesse, go. I mean, Aaron, go. <laughs> Wait. Um, I was looking at Aaron's just, picture, but I meant to say Aaron. Aaron, go. Um, I also. Uh, I also do another podcast at bornforgeekdom.com. Um, you have to type www or you will not go there. Sorry. Um, yeah, you'll just get a white page of nothingness, so type the www. Um, we don't really produce stuff very regularly, but when we do, it's golden, I promise. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Aaron Deppert. That's Deppert with two P's and, and two, two E's, R's. but they're not next they're to each other, I guess. <laughs> um, and if you want updates about Robo Awesome, you can follow us at Robo underscore Awesome. Yeah. And I think that's it. Um, Unless well, Jesse has the final awesome. words to say. Okay. Robo Awesome recipes. <laughs> Do it. Don't just be awesome. Be Robo Awesome. <laughs> You can listen to words.